Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Bang, bang into the room. Bang, bang all over you, listeners. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus. Jim's here. Hello. Luke's here. All right. And Pete's here. Where the hell was that from, Marcus? It's Jesse J. Uh, yeah. Ariana Grande and uh, Nicki Minaj. Grande. <laughs> mm, yeah. I like, I like to think that you sort of spend your Sundays taping the top 40 off mm. of Radio 1, just getting these little read, do that, things. I don't know. I would Cut imagine before the guy speaks that you would do that. Yeah. yeah. Ah, bring back Top of the Pops. Yeah. Yeah. All right, then. Can I begin? You can. Thank you. Sorry about that, listeners. A little pop conversation there. Um, Arsene Wenger and Jose Mourinho shared some argy-bargy at Stamford Bridge. I'm sure you're aware. Luke and I were talking uh, when it was just the two of us. I think it was on that show. You were talking about Nigel Pearson's got to be mentioned when we talk about when we reconvene with the hardest manager in the league kind of chat. We did this a mm. number of years ago. There's new managers. There's new teams. Mm. New movies and checkers and punches. Exactly. I feel like this is a conversation that should be had on a season-by-season basis. Absolutely. Because you managers change over all the time. Well, here we and are. And they age, don't they? they here age. we are, we Jim. Need, we need to update the managerial muscle uh, metrics. Who is <laughs> currently the hardest manager in the Premier League, Jim? I think... Uh, Pearson's a great shout. But I think since 
you know, I think we agreed on Moyes last time because he just had that terrifying like fire in his eyes. But no longer eligible. Now. Yeah, no yeah. longer eligible. I remember exactly. Phil Brown being and, shouted about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's how long ago maybe it was. I think Louis Van Gaal is probably a mm. probably a shout, but he is fairly old. You know, I reckon it's Allardyce's time. I reckon oh! he's, he's an old bruiser. He it's, made my shortlist, so I'm yeah, on the I'm on the same page. He's been around. I will also say, I wouldn't say he's the hardest manager in the Premier League by a long way, but I reckon Steve Bruce could take a surprising amount <laughs> of punishment. Yeah, I agree. That face, he's, he's, it'd just be like punching a sack of dough. Like, like that, there, there can't be any working nerve endings still in that. Like the episode <laughs> of The Simpsons where Homer Simpson becomes like a heavyweight. Champ. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Would punching Bruce be like trying to walk up a sand dune? Very much. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would. Yeah. Uh, well, do you know what? Those two are not on my shortlist. Oh, really? Allardyce or Bruce. That's that's the depth of quality (laughs) (laughs) in this particular one. We've got loads. Two two Englishmen you've gone with. Are you going Allardyce? I'm going Allardyce. That's my official answer, yeah. Okay. Does it mean it? It is you. Yeah, I mean, my, my note, just to back up Jim's point, um, is that I've got here that Big Sam has undoubtedly been around the block a few times. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, he's, he's, he's clearly got a bit of a pedigree there. I think Van Gaal, again, he's got a bit of the godfather about him. I think he would probably get other people to do his business. I don't think he would get involved. But you can't, I just can't imagine Van Gaal losing... No, but I, I can't can, imagine no. another man stood over him going, that'll teach you. No, but I, I can mean, imagine... Nigel that, Pearson, again, might have something to say about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can imagine there being a disagreement, and Lou Van Howe's very much the type who would say, look, to someone else, I don't want to see or hear from him again. Yeah, He wouldn't get involved. He would, yeah. But every now and then he would pick up the gun. Well, roll his sleeves up very slowly. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, OK. But only to show everyone else how it's done. But yeah. if you, and then finish with a riotous teabagging. <laughs> <laughs> is there any other kind of teabagging? No. Not joy, on my watch, there isn't. <laughs> but, I mean, if you're talking about getting other people to do the job, then Paul Lambert has to be thrown in there. Correct, mm. yeah. With Big Kino yeah. by his side. Um, but my, but, but, my, my, but my out and out hardest. Though. My final answer is Nigel Pearson. It has to be. I mean, yep. Nigel Pearson, for me is the guy on the door of a provincial nightclub yes. who has the earpiece in, the, mm-hmm. the untouched um, flat top, mm-hmm. uh, t- polo shirt very much tucked in, mm-hmm. uh, bomber jacket. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and he just doesn't say anything to anyone, no. but occasionally just dishes out the most unbelievably savage beating. <laughs> uh, and, does, and then maybe just sort of stretches his neck. Yeah. You know when hard people f- click their neck? Yeah. Yeah. Does that yeah. and just I gets all with it. I, and I, I don't think there'd be any flicker of emotion no, on his face during dead the whole eye, thing. Shark's eye. Just, just be work. Mm. I, just I, job. Could, you could, I agreed with the provincial nightclub thing, but I think I could see him at a fancy one in the centre of a big city like London or Manchester. Or yeah. He'd work yeah. his way up through the leagues, I would imagine, as he has done in his current job. There you are, yeah. you see. Quite poetic. Arguing with a really moneyed Latvian or something. Yeah. <laughs> Spread him out over a top of a Ferrari. Probably done a bit of um, work for some sort of crime, Latvian crime bosses. Okay, um, right, yeah. In, in the interim, when it, maybe when the, when the club season wasn't going. He, I'll tell you what he did. He did like a, he did a season out in the Balearics, mm. right, on the doors there. And when they shut down for the winter, he learned a lot Latvia. there. About, yeah, 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 and then now, now he's in London. He, yeah. were, he learned a lot there. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He asked no questions, though, so if no. the police I mean, ever come knocking, he I mean, genuinely doesn't know. When he was know. out there, cause, conspicuous <laughs> by the fact he still wore leather gloves, though, just to yeah, co- cover up those, uh, those, those naughty, naughty um Little known no, no fact about Nigel Pearson, he was actually an extra in the film Roadhouse. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. <laughs> yeah. Pete, who are you going for? Well, I kind of came to the table with Steve Bruce, to be honest. I think for the first time in a long time, really? we've both come with the same. I just think that all that flab, he's been so overweight for so long, the flab has started to necrotise and, <laughs> and get hard. And it's calcified. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, like an, like an, a little bit like an armadillo shell. But just because it's... Yes. Therefore, he's like got that. a protective layer. I mean, it depends what you're talking about hardest, because... Look at that nose. Literally. He's taking some battery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you're saying it's it has... even a nose now. If you're saying it has to... It's just he, a fleshy tube. It's absorbing. It's his, skin, his skin has to begin to concrete up, as mm. it were. Yeah. Then I suppose, technically, he's the hardest 
Yeah, manager. like uh, if we're talking about like viscosity. Yeah. <laughs> but I wouldn't rate if, in the same way. I wouldn't rate an army on how good the body armor is. No, but I would. And say I don't think Bruce has got much aggression and much attack. Just chuck him. a bit more support into the Steve Bruce camp. I, th- I I'm imagine Steve Bruce has got a very strong grip as well. Yeah, I'd his go grip that. would be very strong. Well, I just don't think he has the aggression to back it up. Who's yours? Which is, which is yeah, very... No, he'd he'd hit you, but he'd be face, crying. I'm sure that aggression will come out. He'd well, be crying when he did it. I, uh, if if he, he, <laughs> yeah. Certainly wouldn't you. If, if he yeah. one of those, I only do it because I love you kind of guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I had a few of those names. I put Wenger question mark, but then I thought, no, no, no. But I think he's harder than what many people think. I think he's, he's tougher than Mourinho. Recently, oh, easily, yeah. yeah. So I've got... I suppose my two would be um, Sean Dyche and Mark Hughes. Oh, Dyche is a great Dyche, shout. Yeah. Yeah. Hughes came up last time. Yeah, why, why are you shaking your head, I don't, Because, I'll tell you why, I don't buy it with Dyche. No? I don't buy it. Well, I, Pete, Pete and Jim certainly That's fine. I, I've seen things, and I don't what think Dyche seen? has got it. What have I you seen? Untold him trying violence. to get into a nightclub with Nigel Pearce and telling him he can't <laughs> yeah, come in. Yeah. You've seen that, fair enough. Mark yeah. Hughes, definitely. Mark Hughes, definitely. Yeah, I'd probably go Hughes. I think I think probably Hughes, uh, Hughes and Pearson, I would say. But Dyche, I'm seen... surprised you dismissed Dyche. The, the goatee undermines him. Right, The, okay. the goatee reminds me of Max and Paddy from um, Phoenix Knights. Mm. Peter <laughs> Kay's character. But, uh, still, though, I th- Pete, you're thinking Dyche as well, maybe? I, th- I think he's stocky enough. I think he could, yeah. he could take a couple. He's, fair fair enough. Is... Sorry, but... but Fine, but are you honestly telling me Sean Dyche should give Nigel Pearson a run for his money? Well, Jim, well, you, you you said Dyche there. Yeah, well, I just think he, he does look quite hard. I think it, it, his voice throws me because look, I appreciate this is quite an abstract thing, but his voice reminds <laughs> me of what it would sound like if basically a ball bag that had been at the beach all day and was covered in sand was like. That's that's <laughs> sort of what his voice is like to me. A man's ball bag. Does that make a sandy hard? ball bag. <laughs> Where's, That's I, what I, I think. I, if a Sandy Ballback had a voice, right. it would be Sean Dyche's voice. It's what I'm saying. Well, I appreciate like, this has got nothing to do with the question. <laughs> but I just it's thought I had to say. share it. Does that make him hot or not? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> it's a nice input. <laughs> a Sandy Ballback that can talk. Oh, he's not beating Pierce in a rut. No, no, no way. <laughs> So this is it. The voice is weird, isn't it? The, the, the voice, if anything, actually, for this reason, is what makes you think maybe, yeah, maybe he's not always cracked up to be. Because it's not a hard voice, is it? It's a strange voice. <laughs> yeah, I there sort of know what you mean, yeah. The beard undermines him as well, the goatee beard, yeah. If anything, that adds to the sandy effect. Yeah. Well, if you want to get in touch, the... <laughs> Well, yeah, okay, fair enough. So I'll go Hughes then. He's making up the top three Hughes. We can't. Yeah. But are you. So you're saying Allardyce, Pearson. Not just the win, but the actual performance. (laughs) Yeah. Please, there were so many. (laughs) I can understand what you mean. (laughs) (laughs) Voice like a sandy ball bag. Get that ball bag off the beach. Speak to him about the fact (laughs) is, you know, to have that freedom to play us in the Oh, yeah, I'll go with that. Listeners, just so you know, that is not the mystery voice competition. Well, actually, it's the mouth at the bottom of the testicles or just in, in, the, in the cradle between the testicles inside the scrotum. I, I think everyone would picture that differently. I, I see the face and the mouth above the actual <laughs> testes and <laughs> the top of the bag. Yeah, just and on the, top. The, 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 the meat of the balls would probably create <laughs> so the you would chin. So you would have to, you'd have, to, you'd have, to you'd have to lift up the, 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 the penis to allow Sean to breathe and talk. Yeah, and I mean, he's been at the beach all day, he's yeah. covered in sand and he's not happy. Would he so have it's, been it's covered a mess in, down there. Would he have been covered in, like, uh, in um, suntan lotion as well? Or would, or would you make him more, even know, more do you, do you sticky? Do you tan lotion your balls? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> guess not. If they're wafting about the place... This is taking a turn. I've got a draw. I, I think, OK, so you... I'll go with Pearson, so it's Pearson. 
And so we, let's just yeah. quickly run so through the, the other managers to make sure I haven't missed anyone yeah. obvious. So we talked about Van Gaal. Mm. Mourinho's not a concern, really. No. Pellegrini's a bit too old and frail. Yep. Um, Wenger is probably wiry and tougher than Mourinho in that particular duel, but he's not really pushing the Pochettino's upper Pochettino's not that yeah. hard. He's yeah. all right. He's, he's, Gary Monk, I'm not having that. You know, Pardew might be a bit handy, just because he's so beleaguered at the moment. He's a broken he's man, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's, he's a bit like Liam Neeson in Taken. Absolutely. He's lost everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you know what? After well, uh, the king, you can do anything. Mm. You know, as right. he once said. Yeah. As he once said, taking someone else's dinner. Um, I, I was noticed this. So if you, if you look at the sort of classic hard man manager, a hard man manager has never won the Premier League. The same can't be said of La Liga, of course. No. But um, if you look at it, Sir Alex Ferguson, Arsene Wenger, Jose Mourinho, um, Kenny Douglas, uh, Manuel Pellegrini, Carlo Ancelotti, I don't think I've missed anybody I think there. Kenny's probably... A, Kenny Douglas hasn't won the there. Premier League. Mm. No. That's, that's crazy talk. Under Blackburn. Under Blackburn. Oh, for Blackburn. Sorry, I was thinking of Liverpool. Cause, cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgive me. Forgive Sorry, me. you yeah. doubted myself. Yeah. I went with Luke then. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but so they're the managers. I, I uh, forgot he managed Blackburn. Yeah, there there was that. definitely a period of time when Canada Lee was, was a tough fella. No question about I mean, that. Yeah, I wouldn't put him... I, 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 He's the hardest out of that list. Of that, of that group, yes, but I don't think he'd win this league. So I'm saying a hard, we need a hard man Quite manager wise. to win the Premier League, do we? Yeah. Or do we? Mm. I think know. the only way we, these points can really be dished out is if we somehow arrange these fights to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, think Pearson's a winner. I think we're going to go with Luke, and that means he's got a slight majority. Well, I, d- I do support the motion that this has to be an annual, <laughs> if not weekly, thing. <laughs> weekly. Every time someone's fired, a <laughs> new person comes in, you get, you get, a new guy comes in and gets put in the list at some point. Well, let's try and remember to do that. Yeah. yeah. If, if, yeah. I hope Kenny Douglas doesn't write me a letter saying, I have won the Premier League. <laughs> and I am a, hard. No, yeah, yeah. Harder than me. <laughs> no, he's definitely won. Of course he has. Uh, but talking of Premier League, let's go there. Uh, Chelsea beat Arsenal 2-0. Similar story to what we've seen before, was it, Jim? Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, um, both in terms of Chelsea in recent years and Mourinho's Chelsea in recent years. Like, it's it, He's just got... He's got a number, isn't he? Just would you, knows how would to you play consider us. yourself delighted with Mar- uh, Wenger's record against Mourinho? Um, no, <laughs> pro- the opposite. The opposite of that. Very much the opposite of and, it. And now he's got a former Arsenal great getting in on the act as well. the strings. It's heartbreaking. And like, I, I think a lot of people forgot how good Cesc Fabregas is. Like, I know Seven assists already this team. season. I know, it's crazy. I think, I think that might be more than any Chelsea player had last season I believe so. at all. In individually. They've just got an incredible... Great understanding, haven't they? Yeah. That second goal particularly showed that up as... I, I, I think the... I mean, I, I don't know if you disagree with this, Jim, but I think the more depressing side of that game for, for Arsenal fans was potentially that Chelsea looked like they might have an extra gear or two to go up. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I think they played in a very, very intelligent way. Obviously, it was a bit of a tasty game, very, very scrappy, but through all that, they almost played like a very dominant and intelligent, um, controlled kind of away side. You know, they really did just let Arsenal come at them and just picked us off really, really easily. It was, I think, you know, there's a lot of talk about maybe Koscielny sh- should have been sent off. I think Callum Chambers was incredibly lucky to yeah. avoid a second yellow card as well. And I also think Gary Cahill uh, could and probably should have gone, so it was quite a meeting well like that. Yeah, well back as well. But like, Koscielny? Yeah. Well, it's a gym, so... I already mentioned Koscielny. Oh, sorry, but, yeah, okay, yeah. Like, I think, for me, the... What that game really illustrates is is the sort of difference in the kind of star mentality at, at Chelsea and Arsenal. Arsenal are quite new to having these players like Ozil and, and, and Sanchez where the expectation level kind of goes up a little bit. And Chelsea are a great example. Eden Hazard in, in particular, he's an absolute superstar. Yeah. He's a massive, massive player, but you never get that sense of him. It There's never this sense everything, of, doesn't it? Absolutely, if you, yeah. If you've got a team where it's just through and through absolute megastars. Yeah, well, because Mourinho is the ultimate megastar. Well, absolutely, yeah. So he's certainly created that environment. He's so there's just 
there's just no pressure on those players. Whereas yeah. with Arsenal, the bigger players, the pressure seems to be on them a lot more if it's not quite clicking. He's got such a blind spot for <clears throat> Mourinho's teams, though. I just, yeah. I just don't understand why every single time he, he sort of meets one, he just, he just, he really just falls a piece. I think that's something. He, um, that's probably mm. why he sort of undermined Hazard a bit towards the end of last season mm. to try and make it clear that he was the big, the big dog. I thought that um, Ozil was really poor against Chelsea. I think. Yeah. I don't want to be that guy who jumps on the bandwagon and says, you know, Ozil this, Ozil that. He's a sort of player who's very um, easy to get on the back of because of his mm. style and the way he looks, and he does seem to be quite down himself a lot of the time. Of course, he's an amazing player, and he's achieved he's great superb things. superb in the two games before this. Yeah, 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 I think it's annoying when he gets put out wide. It's a strange one. Yeah, I don't it's really see the point frustrating. I mean, it's, it's a bit of common thread of, of Wenger's tenure that he does that. He, he buys these central players and will shunt them mostly out left. Ozil started on the right at the weekend. But it just it seems such a waste of... Uh, of a player that good he played through the middle against Villa and he, he was superb he scored scored one set one up and yeah. was just much more effective and much better so obviously there's something I'm not seeing or that we're all not seeing that, that Wenger's planning to do but it's I mean Ozil has played out wide for Germany although it is a different team and a different system yeah, I grant you um, but I, I mean Chelsea certainly get the best out of Oscar, don't they? Oh, yeah, God, yeah. I mean, he was brilliant. I mean, they were highlighted on, on Match of the Day or Match of the Day 2, rather. Um, he was getting stuck in, chasing down mm. opposition, putting in tackles and all that kind of stuff. He was yeah. just all action. And I, I thought, it sort of made me think, well, does Mourinho make players better? You know, like, we, you know, one of the reasons mm. why he chipped off matter because he wasn't a, a Mourinho-type player. Mm. So you get someone like Oscar who's got all the talent, but does he have the work rate and so on? And like you said about Hazard and another example. So does he make players better? Or, or, or can he fall into making them less attractive to watch, perhaps? Because Oscar yeah. is, a, is a very, very graceful player, like like an Ozil. But Ozil could never play for Mourinho because he mm. wouldn't do all those kind of things. All the best teams in the world, best club sides, certainly over the last few years, so, well, I'd say since we've been doing this show, all the best teams in the world tend to be very, very hard-working teams as well, though. Yeah. The, the teams <clears> who <throat> achieve the most, you can't really put out a weak link in terms of, um, <clears throat> if you look at someone like Zlatan, for example, he would be held up as like a, one of the world's best players who maybe doesn't put that sort of shift in. Yeah. He's never won the Champions League. You know, so yeah. so you, you look at a team like Barcelona, that great Barcelona side, they work so hard. Yeah. Look at a team like Bayern Munich, they work really hard. Um, I mean, a Mourinho-Chelsea side tends to work very hard as well. I think that's a good point. I think that's, that's Mourinho's... Um that's his remit, isn't it? He makes a team, and it is he's completely unemotional about whether that makes that player less attractive to watch. He doesn't he's, care, does he? He, he, so, he right. sort of reduces players down to their constituent parts, and then yeah. if you can't do a job at that position, you're out. You know, yeah. that's why Frank Lampard left. You know, that's why a couple of other players left. It's yeah, just, it just but, but then we, unsentimental, we, basically. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right there, Pete. But then, uh, like I said, for the neutral and, and making the point the other week on the podcast, it's nice to see Frank Lampard be freed up again. Yeah. In a set, I know it's not as black and white as that. Obviously, yeah. he's brought on in the second half of games and has played in, against perhaps weaker opposition not, not including Chelsea of course where he scored um, but but you're right you can't deny that Mourinho his I think side this, I think this uh, Mourinho seems better to watch than his last incarnation yeah, of Chelsea well I think he knew that didn't he because he had to do that one yeah. of the things that the the, the owner Abramovich was, was annoyed he wanted to win with style mm. which that was quite ironic when they won the Champions League of course <laughs> it was would you, would you, very uh, defensive would you tactic. include um, under the, when Mourinho managed Chelsea the first time what you're trying to say with these players would you include Joe Cole in that well I thought actually I think sometimes Mourinho's first time round at Chelsea in his first season, when he, he won the league, didn't he? In the first season, mm, yeah. Um, you know, they played often with the four-three-three with Robin and, and Joe Cole was in there, Duff. and Duff was there as well. Yeah. 
Um, was that, did he win his first season? I can't, I can't so. remember. But it was certainly early on he, he won it. I actually thought that team... They weren't in 2005, did they not? Yeah, yeah. I, th- I, thought, I thought actually they weren't. But they weren't the most attractive side to watch. But I think sometimes it's, people may be a little bit harsh on, on that side and just say Mourinho is just very much function, function, oh, function. Yeah. So um, I, I wondered if... Um, because in your running order, Marcus, you said Arsenal had a shot on target, their first shot on target, an injury time. I don't remember having a shot on target at all. Well, I think it was, I think it was Podolski, close was range. Because okay. obviously Czech had come on for... That, certainly if they did, then that was their only... I don't remember it, but yeah. it, of yeah. course... I mean, I, I don't think there was any danger of it going in. That was their only one then. Yeah. I, think, sure. I think part of, the, part of the issue with Arsenal as well is it almost seems like we've forgotten how much you have to raise your game against those 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 teams. I mean, mm. we've just not beaten a, a big side uh, or a sort of a title contending side in the league in such a long time. And it, it, it's just like they don't have that extra level they need to go up to. I, I found this fact quite interesting. Since August 2010, Chesney and Koscielny are the two players who've conceded the most Premier League penalties in the Premier League. Interesting. Yeah, Premier League. Uh, Chesney's conceded six and Koscielny's conceded seven. Koscielny likes an own goal too. <laughs> but at the same time, he's a really solid, good defender, so it's a strange... Do you think he could have been sent off? I think he could have been, yeah. <laughs> but if he only makes one decision like that um, a game... You know <laughs> That's what, what you mean? need. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I've had six terrible games this season. That's, <laughs> that's enough. Yeah. That's enough to unbrand yourself as a great player, I yeah. think. Yeah, I'll uh, stop your team winning anything at all. <laughs> no, but seriously, when he and Mertesacker are in the team together, like, it, oh, of course, just yeah, so yeah. much better. It's yeah, it was it was really satisfying. Um, Diego Costa obviously took his goal very well, and what a pass from Fabregas! It was almost quite satisfying to see him miss that sitter, put it over the bar, yeah. to to think, oh my goodness, you know the man. His skin and bones like the rest of us. Do you know what I mean? When his hamstring gets working again, he'll score those ones. Yeah. I tell you what, do you but think his hamstring is actually not working? I don't know. Oh, I have no idea. But Maybe it's working too much. He's <laughs> yeah. working too it's well. It's a super hamstring. Yeah. And Mourinho <laughs> wants to deflect the attention away from the fact that he's got a super grown uh, illegal hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> On the Champions League, Made of titanium. Um, Matt Smith um, was speaking to, I think it was Gordon Strachan and <laughs> Philippe Auclair, was, saying yeah. that maybe Mourinho keeps saying that Diego Costa's not fit so he doesn't get picked for Spain. Or so we can sort of, you know, oh, yeah. try and influence that decision. Yeah, I'm sure that's the case. Well, yeah, that could well I be imagine the there's some sort of nefarious reason for Mourinho doing what he's doing. Yeah. Because it's Mourinho doing a thing. There's yeah. Always, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly, there's always a reason. Um, how much did Costa love seeing that offside flag go up, though? Yeah, After right. he put it over the bar. Yeah, exactly. He had a look on his face that always said, ah, oh, it was a joke. It's one of those ones. No man is is more relieved than a striker when when <laughs> when you see a striker put the ball uh, wide or over the bar or over from from. The uh, great thing about that is, like, obviously, nine times out of ten, they have no idea they're solid enough. Of course, yeah, they, yeah. they just carry on. Well, he was going for goal, mm. absolutely. <laughs> I thought I thought that um, Cahill was very lucky to stay on the pitch, and that could have changed the game potentially. But well, yeah. it, it, would, it would have done. But the the, the point the that Jim is not. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> point that Jim's making is Arsenal again have not raised their game and going into the match with with Alexis Sanchez with a little bit of uh, momentum behind them because they've done okay Arsenal mm. at the start of the season uh, Welbeck kind of, in the league up to yeah that. Welbeck and Ozil combining quite well beforehand and obviously Cazorla's there and, and again it was just the same old story mm. how much but are Arsenal crying out for like a Matic yeah, oh, yeah. oh god so much so because yeah. they've got so many of those and good little players they can afford to almost fill two separate teams in those positions attacking yeah. the field positions yeah. mm. the holding midfield they just got, Flamini's just not up to it is he at that level not on his own like not Maybe just yeah, the fair, one guy yeah, in okay. there. Yeah, because um, Arteta's been reasonably poor as well this season. Yeah, yeah. I mean he's he's aging, isn't he? I mean yeah. I wouldn't. But again, he's not that type of player. Yeah, of course. But um, we we certainly do need that. And also, I'm, still, I'm not... like on the defender, Callum Chambers is dis- is uh, suspended now, so that means probably means he- every he- game. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, Hector Bellerin would be 
coming in again. He's, he's incredibly young. It's just it, it's a strange one. I think in the holding midfielder sort of um, position, I think um, I think there's a reason why Tiot is piping up about wanting to leave Newcastle because <laughs> Arsenal have been looking out, out for him for a couple of good. Well, because he's real that is. But he's been terrible. Well, he's been terrible. But you know, probably unmotivated. I think. I thought he was just piping up because he's at Newcastle. Yeah, I just think that's what we do. That's what the people are doing it. Um, uh, What about Manchester United? They beat Everton 2-1. David De Gea with Mm, some excellent saves. Excellent saves. It was a weekend of excellent saves, I think. It was a weekend of of goalkeepers' performances. Mm. Yeah, despite Courtois going off, of course. (laughs) Um, uh, But yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. Di Di Maria scored. I thought Naismith's header was lovely. He's had a good start to the season. Fantastic, yeah. What a header that was. The improvement in him is amazing. I mean, people were sort of not up in arms, but a little bit perplexed when when he signed for Everton. He started playing the whole for, for, for I mean, yeah, last season, a good, a good Premier League team. Mm-hmm. I think the main United thing, people seem pleased they won the game, which you would imagine would be the case because a win's a win, but Everton have been horrible this season. And actually, De Gea papered over a lot of cracks in their performance, especially mm-hmm. at the back, again. And he's not going to be realistically make, save a penalty and make three or three world-class saves every single game. Mm-hmm. I mean, United could have feasibly lost that game. Oh, Bain's missing a penalty. Mm. I didn't First know it was a bad League. penalty I didn't, I didn't well, to see that. No. no, I didn't. I think I was just telling of their, of their far more talk, yeah. to be honest. I think, I think well, a week, I, a week I had penalty, a like, Everton fan sort of call up for his head. I'm like, what, Martinez? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, come on now. Let's not be silly. Like, the this war was always silly. the case under Moyes, wasn't it? They'd have a good season and they, they'd struggle and like they would kind of yo-yo a bit without... They finished 16th or 17th under Moyes one time, season. Yeah. yeah, like... Um, the worry for for them would be I'm not sure if he's fit or not. But I mean, of course, I think I'm pretty sure McCarthy was missing, and he's an important player. Mm. For them. I don't know if he started the season that well, but he's he's he was missing for them all travel. And um, I don't know if he's fit, but Lukaku seemed really, really off the pace, out of sorts, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, he did a little bit. I felt a bit sorry for Naismith, who was buzzing around all over the place and and, and really served a bit more from Lukaku because I thought, and I'm sure Martinez did say this, but I mean, Jim, you know this, you remember this well. Lukaku really targeted Arsenal when they played against somebody, and mm. he's dominated them. He was down the flank, wasn't he? Yeah, you think he could have targeted um, McNair, who looks like a good young prospect. Or even Luke Shaw. Or Luke yeah. Shaw. Well, yeah. I mean, he's he's, he's got so much physical bulk on both yeah. of those players that that would exactly. have been a real asset. And he scores goals. I mean, it's not like he doesn't score goals. It's not like he's some sort of like um, yeah, he's often running battering ram. He scores goals. So mm. there's no reason why he couldn't. Maybe he's just feeling a bit out of sorts, or he's not fully fit or something. Yeah, it was a strange one. It was nice to see Falcao score. It was his first goal mm. for Manchester United. Well, he could fly yeah. now, couldn't he? You know, he's got the monk of his back. He could yeah, fly. You never know. He's gone close with a couple of decent chances already. Yeah. He just just needs that one. Mm. Yeah, but the thing about Falcao. Um, Sometimes he seems to be. I mean, not realistically going to criticise him. He's one of the world's best strikers. But sometimes <laughs> he seems to um, just try and lever the ball as hard as he can. Every time he gets a chance, just lever it. And then a couple of times against Everton, he just completely sliced it because he was yeah. so anxious to strike mm. the ball really yeah. cleanly. Yeah. And it might be because he and at that point hadn't got off the mark yet. But and he's just too anxious to please. And when you go to Old Trafford, it's a big pumping stadium and all that sort of stuff. I think maybe he'll settle down a bit now, and, and you might be, become really dangerous. But then that said, United going forward isn't a problem anyway. Isn't they're not going to struggle no. to score goals, are they? No, that's, no. What that's not their problem at the well, moment. They shouldn't do anyway. No, <laughs> exactly. Not, really not on it. Di Maria, another one who scored again. Must but, be actually. I think credit should go. Sorry to cut you off, a minute, um, To both Di Maria and Falcao because they have just started. Brilliantly, Di Maria's really? been fantastic. Yeah, they've just fit right in. Yeah, I mean, interesting to say what you say about Falcao, and of course, when he played for Atleti, he was explosive. And mm. I mean, some of the that that was it the Super Cup final where he tore Chelsea apart. Yeah, mm. just, he's one of those players where you are just looking at him, going, "Wow, this unplayable, guy, yeah, just incredible." And and you know that type of striker, um, a bit like Aguero, the way he took his goal against Aston Villa. Um, touch out the feet, poof, you know, no yeah. messing around. Yeah. And you, it's the type of player that opposition. Um, 
fans just look at it and go, what do you do? We've just got no one like that. Well, again, yeah. and, 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 and Falcao. There are so many players like that in the world. Yeah, of course yeah. there are. And, and so many, so few of those players that will ever exist as well. Mm. And so Falcao was, was like that. And, and, and it, I really hope that he gets to that, well, I know, well, he's had well. an injury, to be fair, hasn't he? Yeah, well, this yeah. is what I mean. People who who don't support Manchester United probably won't want to see him get back to that. But for the for the you know in in you know in the name of football, we hope yeah. he does no, because he as can long be as great. Defence stays rickety. Everyone could have fun. If they lose four three, if they lose four three, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but Falco, you you know, he was injured for a long time, and he didn't even play. He didn't. But on the Aguero thing, you'd not see many players in the world that can sort their feet out quicker than he. Oh, yeah. The way he sorts his feet, any type of pass that comes into him, and normally when he's got David David Silva doing it it's normally fine anyway but when any sort of pass that he gets on his left or his right if it's a bit behind him he sorts his feet out so quick mm. and he pulls the trigger with almost minimal bat lift before mm. defenders seem to really know what's happening oh, and no. that's such a potent weapon yeah come on then Pete Newcastle United time battled back again Pete he's a drew to all with Swansea yeah. it's not an easy place to go Papacice to the rescue once again he's been alright isn't he at the moment he's uh, well with Sammy Amiobi feeding him mm. I, I told, I've said it before on this podcast Sammy <laughs> Amiobi has never had a disappointing game for Newcastle United he's twice possibly three four times a player that's sure, sure, oh. that, sure it is I, 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 I do rate that player more do you think he should start I think he should start. Well, I don't he's know. Very got, skinny, got, isn't he? His his positions, we've probably got enough in that in those positions. But I think if he had to move somewhere and and, and got a game every week, I think he'd be one of the Premier does, Leagues. Does it go Sammy Tommy Shola or Sammy Shola Tommy? Well, it's got to be <laughs> Sammy Shola Tommy. Sounds like a, uh, a Japanese man. Yeah. <laughs> Sammy Shola Tommy. Tommy's playing in Finland at the moment, isn't he? Uh, no, it he's in MLS now, isn't he? Oh, is he MLS? MLS, MLS, okay, MLS, right. Yeah. But uh, it just shows that the, the team are playing for the manager. They keep battling back to get points. Are they playing for the manager, do you think, Pete? I, don't, I, just, I They just look really... The first um, ten minutes, I thought Newcastle were particularly awful, but then they just seem to... Um, they just seem to have something about them to, to, to kind of get back in the game. But I just think... He's had such a bad season last season. He just looks like a completely different player at the moment. Yeah, he's just he's, he's going into positions. He's not been called offside half as much. He seems to be finding his his, uh, his space in like the eighteen yard and the six mm. six yard box. I mean, I'm really enjoying him watching him play. But they're just it, it, it's one of those things where like I, I I was almost willing them to lose when Swansea went two <laughs> one up. I was like, you know what? If this puts another nail in the coffin, but then you just sort of think, well, he's not going to fire him because you know he, he doesn't want to pay out the money, and it's all about mm. finances and stuff like that. It's that eight-year contract not... coming back to bite him in the ass again. Well, isn't they'll, it? they'll have exit strategies and stuff like that. Who would they replace him with, though, Pete? Because it could just get worse anyway. Well, yeah, exactly. He's not going to bring up in anybody interest anyway. He's talk, talking about uh, I can't remember his name now, but lower league manager. But he's you know he brought a, a, a football league team into the championship and did all right. But it's just it's just it's just a not big Steve Evans performance. <laughs> well, oh, Steve yeah, Evans, isn't it? Yeah, because. He's not going to pay top dollar for a top no, manager, is he? What, we, what, what Newcastle need is a, Some sort of a continental, interesting <laughs> manager who can actually who actually know how to who actually knows how to put a team together and, and play a system. But he's just a tactically, he's just a bit of a joke. I like, I like the fact that you could argue that because of the way it all went with Keegan when he got Keegan back in. It's sort of burnt. It actually feels like his fingers burn a little bit. So in a way, this is also Kevin Keegan's fault. But, he could, <laughs> but you could say that about Joe Kinney. You could say that about Dennis Wise as well. They led from Keggy, though, didn't yeah, they? I could do that, people. I've chosen to say it's Kevin <laughs> Keegan's fault. Well, feel free. Yeah. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Kevin, well, you Kevin do you want to come back? Well, if it's the difference between 15s and things. <laughs> yeah. you, you see how many how many chances uh, Bonnie had that over the weekend in that match. Um, yeah. he, he had so many chances. Tim Cruel, though. Through. Well, I like the way you said over the weekend, like the game went on for the whole weekend. Felt like it did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
felt like it did. But, Tim yeah. Krull was he had a good game though. Well, again, a couple it's, of it's stunning a weekend, a weekend of uh, goalkeeper performances. There you are. And that pip is over a, a few cracks as well. Does it? Therefore, rubbish. Guys, do you not think Pardew, um, he does look quite embarrassed and almost sort of humbled, He always claps the fans still. St- yeah. Slash humiliated. He, he does well, look like a man almost as if to say, I know, I probably should not put me be out here. Not, yeah. not one. Not, like, I think we won like four times in, in Haven't in they got, got the worst record of the year? They yeah. They've conceded the most goals. They've scored the least amount of goals. They've, they've lost four, the most games. won four times in 2014 and it's October. Yeah. Like that's not that is that is relegation fault. Is that include, including I, I, preseason I think, friendlies? I think <laughs> no. I think we did all right in preseason. You peaked at very much the wrong time. Before just... pre-August was the mood buoyant, <laughs> <laughs> jubilant. When yeah. you spent all that money, well, if, yeah. you're gonna, if you're talking about like you know not wanting to spend money and stuff like that, you spaffed out like the, the best part of twenty million, twenty five million on new players, and then mm. and and Pardew just almost relegates your club. Mm. But it's been said before that Ashley would be happy with you know finishing. Out, just outside the relegation zone because he still gets paid top whack anyway. He increases staking ranges and just uses um, St Joseph's Park as a massive bloody billboard. It's just, yeah. terrific. It's, it's just the only time, the only thing that, that's going to change anything is if like Newcastle fans vote with their feet and not turn up. But that's never an option. It's never going to be an option. No. Not not buy the shirts. Not not do this. Not do that. It's just it's just so fucking bleak. It really <laughs> is. Yeah. All right, all right. Bleak. Save it for the highlights of the week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Spurs beat Southampton one nil. Nice goal from Ericsson. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm enjoying as I'm sure. Uh, a lot of people like Ericsson, Chadley and Lamella mm. yeah who combined um, very well at uh, the Emirates of course to score mm. the Spurs goal last week looking quite dynamic uh, this is a chance surely for Spurs um, to uh, finish in the top four so maybe fourth place I, I, I really know I'm not well the reason well, why I say well, that well considering like, a lot of the other teams that were there are thereabouts last, last year they're not performing they're kind of faltering yeah, it a true. little bit well, there's only one it's just, uh, but I'd, I'd include Man Spurs United in have sneaked though. in there for crying out loud <laughs> there's only one there's only one um, spot left effectively though isn't there? I mean, well, Arsenal will finish in the top three. So. Yeah, well, you would imagine Chelsea and Manchester City in the top two, I think. Uh, then Arsenal. Then Arsenal. You but, but Liverpool are not performing at the moment. No. Um, and Manchester United, I, I, I think Manchester United will have a great chance of... Certainly there for Spurs if they want it. But yeah. I, that's what I mean, though. And, and, and that's why when we spoke last week about the, the frustration of losing at home to West Brom, they get a good point at the Emirates. And then they, and they beat a good Southampton. So there was just, Spurs all over. There was, it, there was been yeah, their well, problem for such a long time. And mm. I guess it's, it's down to how much Pochettino can iron that out. I was listening to um, quite interesting, and it surprised me possibly because I'm not um, clearly as interested in Southampton as a club as, as a lot of other people. Mm. But I listened to a, the Five Live phone in on I think it was Friday's Garden or Saturday or something. And what might have even been last night? Who knows? But over the weekend, <laughs> and yeah. um, lots of Southampton fans were ringing in saying they weren't actually um, that bothered when Pushtier went. And I know that he got a slightly dodgy reception at the game, Is that yeah. right? and that surprised me. And, and what a lot of people were saying was. was um, and I don't know if this is true because I haven't seen him enough at all. That he didn't really have a plan B, and he didn't really. See, he, he seemed very good at getting them to keep hold of the ball, and, yeah. and and but he couldn't really change things during a game, and he couldn't turn it to their favour when it wasn't going well for them, and he didn't really have more than one way of playing. Okay. And so now they obviously now they're saying this because they've got Kumani, who's done a really good job so far, and they're and they're happy with their situation, and I understand that. Well, they were at a six-win run, indeed. But you wonder with um, with with Spurs. Uh, a friend of mine who's a Spurs fan was saying what um, needs to happen is he, Pochettino needs to prove to the Spurs fans that he knows how to set up an attacking team Yeah, yeah. because the way he plays we saw it against Arsenal didn't we I, was, I wouldn't go as far as to say I'd be embarrassed if I was a Spurs fan for my team to set up like that in a derby but I wasn't too far away and of course it worked for them but they played in a very sort of restrictive style mm. and tried to hit Arsenal and you could argue they're playing to their strengths doing I, that I think that's a good platform though if you can keep the ball and just contain a little bit I think that's mm. a good platform for possibly yeah. again it's but taking the emotion out of it and looking on the 
result. I just but don't look what happened at home. To, top. But look what happened. Well, that's that's definitely true. But look look what happened um, at home to West Brom. You know, okay, you can set a one once, mm. a, once in a season result, but I guarantee that happens again at one point in the season. Yeah, I mean, I, I suppose it was a good result against Southampton, but then on another day, I mean, Mane should have equalised yeah. for for the Saints, and mm. and Cumin came away saying, you know, well, I, I'm happy with the performance. He should be happy with that. Yeah. It, it, it's not. It's one of those things. Southampton aren't going to go. Southampton aren't a team who are going to win every single game. They're not going to finish in the top four. They're going to do well this season, but they're going to get results away from home against good teams that aren't, don't go their way. But they didn't play terribly or anything. No, from what no, I saw, no. they seemed okay. Do you think Cumin's telling them to like throw a few so they don't lose all their players? Again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They have to keep doing this it's every year. Be a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Do it well, but don't do it too well. <laughs> if we were talking about uh, if there was ever a, a, a player manager of you could bring someone on for, for free kicks or something like that, Cumin. Mm. Yeah, my goodness. The man, the man could probably strike the, a dead ball very well. One of the great free him, kick takers of our time. Yeah. I want to see him haul down David Platt at some point. <laughs> yeah. City. I, yeah, it's a shame Platt's. Uh, he's not still there. Oh, is he City? Still no, there? no, no, he went that. with Mancini. Yeah. Mm. But that'd have been nice, wouldn't it? What mm. you said before the match, you wouldn't celebrate. Which again, don't let him hear. Yeah, you on. Exactly. You're at home. You love him that much. Why'd you leave? Yeah. If you're the king, if you're the king, you can do anything. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Burnley scored some goals. They they Mm. drew to all away to Leicester City, which actually, especially as they were two one down deep into injury time, is not a bad result at all. Leicester been going very well. Um, Managed by a testicle. Managed by (laughs) Sandy (laughs) Bullbag. Not a testicle. Let's not have that. I've only just composed myself. (laughs) Um, Wallace with a nice free kick to snatch a point. Mares for Leicester, the Algerian international. He had a good game. Lively ultra. Something that uh, annoyed me slightly, well not annoyed me because I don't care that much, but uh, something that was a bit odd was that on Sky Sports Soccer Saturday, I forget he was doing the game, kept calling him Rod Wallace. Yeah, and it, I, it, yeah, yeah, I thought it's a bit I, odd. It confused me. <laughs> I, I wasn't sure what time period I was in. <laughs> no, I fell asleep, I woke up, I was like, what, what year is it? <laughs> what year is this? Yeah. <laughs> Jerry France has got that haircut. But it's, so, it's so typical because Burnley, bar one or two sort of... Um, Slip-ups have been defensively pretty solid, and, and mm. then, the, then they go and score two goals, but they managed to concede two as well. Yeah. But the nature of the way they got the result... Um, the fifth minute of injury zone. Yeah. might get a bit of confidence from that, because QPR yeah. looked look dreadful. I think those teams down the bottom, and of course you're clutching at the straws a little bit, but out of those teams down the bottom, I would say Newcastle are showing something. I mean, they come from behind twice now. It's mm. showing a bit. Yeah. Burnley is showing a bit. Well, Sunderland got a good win. They did. Stoke. First win, wasn't it? And no, this, oh, co- this is the point of the season where that will really change things, because all of a sudden the players see the fact they're in the mid-table now, yeah. and they, they start to kick on a bit. Bloody Fletcher. I've had him in my fantasy Same. side. Same. I was the took him out last week. I yeah. said, I've had enough of this. And Same. Two goals and an assist. Wasn't even getting in the squad. And literally this week on <laughs> fantasy football, he was the biggest point-scoring player in the whole league. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I'm 1655th in the Ramble League or something. It's embarrassing. <laughs> Bastards. I, did, I think I did one. <laughs> did you? I just, I'll yeah. probably do better than you, and I hope I am. I did one way to go for, go for an auction, and I feel terrible, but as, as soon as the season started, I just, I just completely lose interest. Yeah, I, just, yeah, I, I do that every time. time and just, oh, mm. dear. And I, but I feel terribly guilty because people are like offering me players and stuff, I'm like, and they're still invested, and I just feel really guilty. I shouldn't, mm. I shouldn't have got involved and paid me money. Well, you can't lose interest in the championship, though. No. Two no. points separate eighth and first. Yeah. I love how Two it's, points. There's always some stat, like, like this about yeah. the championship every week but in I the love final, it's so quick the final it, weekend of the season anyone can win it yeah. Yeah. You know. but the thing it is stay it, like that it will stay a gap <laughs> of two points we are still in October yeah we're exactly. still, wait, well, the season started in August I mean yeah. that's still quite impressive yeah but it's, it's just funny that it so quickly happened again yeah, yeah I suppose so Norwich Sh- Forest and, and Watford all drew Karanka's Middlesbrough 
They're at their, their fifth, just one point of the Forest, Forest got out of jail, didn't they? Scored an equalizer in the last minute. They did. They Leave didn't. Forest alone. Let's just pretend everything's going well. And, well, you it know, is. Our positive Everything mental is going attitude well. And our, well, you know, they've, they've, they're not losing matches, are they? There's they haven't lost one, yet. Forest fans getting a little bit uh, right, right. about the whole situation. Right, just simply they? because Stuart Pearce mm. is at the helm. Yeah, and um, they've lost Andy Reid, and Chris Cohen is out for the season. He's their captain, a mm. really big midfield player for them. He's going to be fired by March, Stuart Pearce. It's, it's not going to be March. I think um, he'll get to the end of the season. Westwood. Westwood in goal for Sheffield Wednesday. He had a brilliant game, didn't he? <laughs> it was such Fantastic. a shame for him that uh, Leeds scored, obviously, because he was superb. Absolutely superb. Performance <laughs> in the, uh, my highlight from the Championship was, I believe, Reading played Brentford. Now, Brentford may have won that game. I forget the score, but the score's not important. Because <laughs> one of the goals that was scored is a header at the back post, and the guy who scored the header, it was the, possibly mm. the biggest foul on a defender I've ever seen. <laughs> he like, he like, I couldn't believe... When I was watching the Football League show... Um, I thought they were showing that as like a as like a foul for, like example, a, for a second yellow card or something. Yeah, yeah. He, he basically, I don't know if, you, if you didn't see it, I'll, I'll just explain what happened. He got he was at the back post mm. behind the defender. Mm. He jumped up on the defender's shoulders with both hands, held himself there, <laughs> headed the ball, yeah. scored. Knocked, his sheer weight on the defender made the defender fall on the floor. He just got up and ran off celebrating. The referee was like, that's fine. Cheers. I said, that's it's a fine, contact sport. Yeah, absolutely ridiculous. My knees are buckled. Yeah, it was literally like that. Yeah. The thing is, it's not a contact sport. It's a semi-contact yeah. sport. And there is... Not even a subtle difference, a big difference, mm. you know? That was a disgrace, and I stand <laughs> side by side with Reading fans everywhere <laughs> with that goal. The Royals. Mm. And before we, before we leave England... You just like a big ladder. And go <laughs> go north of the border. Ladders, ladders, ladders. We've got to... <laughs> we've got to mention non-league Cheadle Town. We do, we do indeed. In, in the Greater Manchester area. They were beaten 22-0 in a friendly with Russia, the Russian under-19 side. I How on earth has that come about in the first place? I haven't seen any headline reading, Cheadle's a rout. That's not bad, is it, Pete? It should be. It works, Marcus. Nearly. You're letting me have that one. You got that one, Marcus. (laughs) Um, uh, If you don't get that joke, don't worry. But if you do, you know what I'm talking about. I envy you. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, The the Russians, they were warming up for um, a European Championships uh, mini-tournament in Northern Ireland, which will happen soon They're supposed to play Cheadle Town twice. Second one was cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the Russian under nineteen manager. We're not getting much out of this. Yeah, yeah. We're just going to hit the gym instead. Yeah. I feel we've probably given enough of a performance for two matches in this one. Yeah. Can you just, just aggregate the score if you want? What yeah. I loved about Cheeltown, their secretary, Stuart Crawford, said, we played our first-team goalkeeper, Steve Piggott, but he didn't make any gaffes and, in fact, saved further embarrassment with a few saves. That's what he's there for. I think that he's just giving. Uh, I think he's just giving Steve Piggott a little shout out. There will be somewhere. A Piggott's che- going. Don't mention me for crying. <laughs> yeah. There will be somewhere a Cheadle Town fan listening who will say we should mention the fact that yeah. I think the way the, the game them was organised. We had go for the first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> the, they'll draw the positives from it. No, the way the way the, the game was organised, I believe the first team, their reserve team, and their under twenty ones all had a game at the yes. same time, yeah. and so that's put right. a bit of a scratch team together. Yeah. On the other hand, twenty two nil. Ruthless. Ruthless. Yeah. Nine nil after. After half time, yeah. seldom in those big scoring games do you see more goals in the second half, unless it's involving police machine or something like that. I would put myself up front. I would. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Town. Now they've got a bit of a international pedigree, call it what you will. Um, experience certainly. They were beaten by Dynamo Bucharest earlier in the season, and they've they've played at the Maracanã and the Azteca in Mexico Cheadle City. Yeah, strange one. I don't know, Pete. I don't know. Um, and that man, Stuart Crawford, said, "Next year we will rack up a hundred matches abroad when we tour Madagascar and Mauritius." 
Wow. It sounds like they seem to be playing for. Indeed, yeah. if you're at that level, definitely. Yeah. Get some leaders. If you play for Cheadletown, do let this uh, no, get in touch. Oh, can we, have, can we all have trials can for Can we you? come? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next time you play in a team and you need to put a scratch team together. Yeah. Cheadle Ramble. Yeah, that'd be good. Eh? Um, so, so there we are. The Russian uh, under-19s are playing um, uh, the tournament hosts Northern Ireland at Dungannon on Saturday, so get yourselves down there. One of the officials from the... Um, I wonder if that's at Dungannon Swift's ground. Could be. Could, probably would be. And if, maybe a game at Chimney Corner as well. One of the, um, one of the officials from Cheadle Town, I don't know what his job was, it wasn't the manager, he was on Five Live saying that um, at one point he said, yeah, and, and the Russian under-19s, they were technically very good. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got 22 goals, mate. One yeah. or two of those players might play for Zenit. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. the only technicality they, they we do. need. Oh, is that right? Genuinely do, yeah. Gordon Bennett. That's the sort of approval they need, isn't it, Pete? Yeah. Talking yeah. of big results, eh? Scottish Premiership, Celtic 0, Hamilton Academical 1. Oh, yeah. my God. The first God. win for Hammy the Aki. Aki. At, uh, yeah. They top of the league with that win. I think they went top of the league with that win, didn't they? Top of the league. Oh. Their first win at Celtic Park since 1938. Celtic down in sixth. If they ever won the league... Hamilton. Oh, I don't know. I'd like to know that. It'd be yeah. brilliant if they did. Celtic, mm. Celtic are sick. <laughs> well, well, it's October. It's October and Celtic are sick. Seriously. In a one-horse race. Rangers Incredible. aren't in the league and they're sick. I mean... All, all joking aside, right? This Neil is Lennon this is incredible. To answer for. It's not yeah. Lennon's fault. It's it's the fact. Uh, yeah. It's the fact that Lennon left. No, it's the improving they the had quality no... of the league. You call it Premiership. My goodness, it's not that either. Lennon left. He obviously needed a new chance. Hearts left. All that sort of stuff. Left. Yeah. Rangers. Basically, everyone's fucked off. <laughs> Uh, no, I think, from what I know about it, Lennon left, obviously wanted a new challenge and then the investment wasn't there. Mm. They've not had investment in the squad. They've hired some, as far as I'm concerned, and I don't want to be a little Britainer about this, yes. they've hired some two-bit manager on the cheap mm. who, who blundered his way through the European competition. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know. Getting knocked that, out twice. That was a laughing stock. Yeah. And now, they, now they're just all over the place. I don't know, the, thing, the, the sad thing for Celtic is, and I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who know more about this than me, it's almost like a Newcastle situation. You're not really sure how it's going to get any better. Well, they just mm. cashed in, didn't they? Like, like, they cashed in on a lot of players at the end of last season. And they've, weird, hard, they've, and, they've, and they've not really brought anyone in. No. And they, 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 but they almost are trying to play a lot more of a, like expansive, better football. But they just don't have the personnel to do it. That's the problem. Go back to do you basic. think they're guilty of just assuming they'll walk the league and really pushing? I mean, they'll still win, but... <laughs> you reckon they will? They'll still win the league. Mm. Marcus, what do you think? <laughs> well, league table doesn't lie, Jim. <laughs> it doesn't lie now. It may lie in May if Celtic pull it back. But Kill- I, Killy as well. Killy have ch- uh, their hat into the ring. They have, it? yeah. They beat Dundee United, of course, who were the uh, the early pace setters. Mm. My goodness, it's all going off. In the Scottish Championship, my hearts are running away with it, so no bother there. Now, <laughs> the Scottish Cup second round, yet more proof of wonderful team names in mm. Scotland. We talked about this. I mean, obviously, Hamilton Academical is a good name itself. Yeah. Um, Marcus, before you read this, can, yes. you, can you do this like it's final score? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you should. The Scottish accent. Yeah. Scottish accent, sorry, I should say. Brora Rangers, five. Banks, OD, nil. Electric City, Brora. Is that right? It was the first northern Scottish town to have electricity. Because it was like a big textile Good place. fact. Cool. Have you got you... one of these for every team? No. <laughs> it's still that early, yeah? No, I've already got Brora because... Uh, Just my, do my, made-up my, ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my dad, my dad, I, th- I think knows a bit Lair or something. I don't really know. But uh, are you still hoping that that will reach Hartlepool at some point? That's rude. That's rude. Needless. From the London Mafia. Brora Rangers. Congolese Mafia out. Brora Rangers sounds like the only like team that a dog could support because it's the only one it can pronounce. Ah, come on, come on. Brora Rangers. I'll tell you what. You've been so impressive on Brora Rangers. I can't wait to hear what you've got for all the other teams. Edinburgh City 2, Ochenlecht Talbot 
one. Big mining area. Yep. Auchinleck. Or capital of Scotland. Yeah. Auchinleck Talbot is the, uh, the city in Scotland with the most men named Warren. No, it isn't. In the whole of Britain. Is that right? <laughs> ah. <laughs> my goodness. Is that anything to do with Warren Street in, in central London? Must yes, be. it is as Must well, be. yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you like. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. While we're talking utter nonsense, uh, Elgin Nil, Forrest Mechanics Nil, Inverurie Local Works Nil, Hurlford 3. Inverurie Local Works. <laughs> Inverurie. I've just done a tooth operation. <laughs> Inverurie Local. Lenlith. A dog could support that side yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. pronunciation. There's two dog teams there. Lenlithgow Rose 5, Dalbeaty Star 1. Do you think they do the beaty when they score? The beaty, they should must do. They must do. And this one, I mean, this week's result. Spartans FC 3, East Kilbride 3. That's all right. That's pretty straight. That's pretty straight, I think. Yeah. Very enjoyable. Go tell the Spartans. Mm. Look at that, ladies and gentlemen. And there's, I mean, and there's more. That was just a selection. Hmm. What was your favourite? I quite like Banks OD. I like good. I love the fact that someone else has piped up on the highlights of the week, possibly, so I might be stealing their thunder. Did I print it out? No, I don't think I did. Ooh. There's a guy on the Facebook uh, who said, the best Scottish name is the fact that there's a team in Scotland just called Keith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. And they, they've got beaten once by Rangers in the Cup 8-1. And they scored. They got their one right at the end. So it was the ninth goal of the game. And they went postal. <laughs> <laughs> they really did. Take, it, oi, take a leaf, Cheadle Town. <laughs> Put the effort in. Yeah. If, you if get Sam, your goal. If Sammy scores are on the pitch, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. When absolutely. Sammy Angelou scored, he darling, nothing it was. Right. And everyone ran on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naughty. 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 But nice. Um, right, to, to um, La Liga. Um, uh, all we've got to say here. Can Ronaldo. You, can you read out what you've got in your running order? Because it basically just sums up La Liga. Yeah. Ronaldo scored a hat-trick and Barcelona kept a clean sheet. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you That'll need. Do. We're do. pretty much done. Check yeah. out this for a bit of trivia. Go on. Ronaldo's personal scoring record this season yep. at 2.17 goals per game is better than 91 European top flight clubs. <laughs> <laughs> 13 in 6. Yeah, 13 goals. He's on and fire. it's October. I know. Yeah. October seems to be quite a magic they, month. Do you reckon Real Madrid could win the Scottish Premiership? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> well, hang on. Don't ask ask Ronnie Darley that the, the Celtic manager. No. You go, for him. You, go <laughs> you mean alongside La Liga? Yeah, I reckon Ronaldo could win the Scottish... Yeah, they'd have to fly. Yeah, this is it. So Real Madrid have to play in La Liga and do the same they would normally do. Yeah. But as well as that, they have to fly and play uh, the amount of extra games they need to play yeah. in the Scottish Premiership, and they have to play them as league games, and they'll sort the fixtures out so they play maybe Real Madrid and play in the Liga, say, Saturday lunchtime. Right. Then Sunday afternoon they have to play in the Scottish Premiership. Do you think they still win the league? Do they get any help from Real Madrid-Castillo, or is it the, nope. the, the, just the first nope. Well, the, to be... To be perfectly honest, the way it's going, I, I think they've struggled to get in the top three in Scottish Premiership. <laughs> Go down to Hamilton and say all that, eh? Oh, just a genuine question. Get yourself down there. It's a think tank. Um, it's a ramble think tank. <laughs> Serie A. Um, the this big was one, good. The big one. Juventus and Roma didn't disappoint, unless you're a Roma fan, of course. Um... Uh, or a fan of good refereeing. Totti took it well, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> oh, Juventus beat Roma three two. Um, there was there was three penalties involved. Tevez got two of them, and and uh, and Totti got one. The first, well, all three was pretty controversial actually. The first one, <laughs> Michael was judged to have handled the ball from a from a free kick, and he kind of jumped forward and handled it. Yeah, the but ref, he was outside the area, wasn't he? He looked outside he the area. He did look to outside me. the area. The ref originally gave another free kick, but after I it was handball. It was it was, but it wasn't out, was it? it no, was, I didn't. It was, it was kind of up on his chest, was it? Maybe. I, and I and he was getting a ball kicked. Him really hard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's kind of hard. Well, to... the ref originally gave a free kick, I think, but it looked like 
I may be wrong in saying this, but it looked like after protests from Juventus, he gave a penalty. And Rudy, whatever you say about the referee, it won't be half as bad as anything that gets said in the Italian press. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right well, Rudy Garcia is on Twitter, and he's been giving it the big <laughs> one—the violin thing. He did. He? Well, he, as, as a grade one violinist myself, I hated that violin bore because there's no cantilever yeah. there. You you could maybe maybe play the E string, but where's the control? Where's no, the control? Yeah. You, you're just going to be sliding all over the place. One, I didn't know you were a what did you say, grade one? Grade one. That's low, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that's right. a no, white belt. No, but you can pick up a violin and have a go. And that's what you need to get Hello, a grade one. functioning hand. Can you actually <laughs> hold like this? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's such an elegant way to get sent to the stand. Oh, it's absolutely. Kind of, you know, yeah. Poetic, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Giardino used to, well, he probably still does the old violin celebration. Mm. I mean, yeah. that was quite different. But I think the reason why that was seems quite naughty, I think, I think the violin is... Um, a gesture. I think it's sort of a last. It's to gesture. show that it's corrupt, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's, it, yeah, it's, it I think it's yeah. Feeling. I think it's to show. Oh, you're a bit friendly with Juventus, aren't you? Mm. Like, I think that's we've what seen it is. this before. Oh, you, oh, you both like violin music, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> Only go and watch I know Gianluca Rocci um, was the, was the uh, the referee heavily criticised. I think it's pronounced Rocky because someone said on, oh, on Rocky, the internet today that um, it was a Rocky horror show. Ah, so I believe yeah, that's what it is. Well, yeah, Roma got a penalty, which is a little controversial. Why is Tevez taking Juve penalties and not Pirlo or Vidal? I know Vidal was dropped for having a fight in a nightclub on Thursday. That'll happen. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, Vidal wasn't on the pitch. Um, I don't know, actually. He came actually. on the pitch, didn't he? He came on, yeah. yeah. He did, yeah, he did he come block, on. Because he blocked the keeper's sight for the volley, I think it was. Yeah, oh, for, the winner. Yeah, for the winner. For the winner, yeah. yeah but, but does Pirlo, does he take that many penalties, Apparently actually? it's Vidal normally, but um, Vidal wasn't on the pitch, as you rightly say. Well, Pirlo is... essentially won the penalty, but Tevez took it. Well, he's having a rich vein of form. players don't like to take penalties when they won them, though, do they? Maybe there's something... I don't think he takes them at all for you, though. It's weird. Well, Tevez well, is Tevez... a very able deputy, Well, he put he? both yeah. of them away. Of course, yeah. Yeah. It, was bloody, it was a bloody weird rugby tackle for the actual penalty itself. Was oh, that was, the, that was the Roma one, wasn't it? Oh, right. Yeah, he wrestled into the ground, yeah. A strange old one, wasn't it? Um... Uh, but, oh, but now, what about the goal that put Roma 2-1 up? Um, Jovino, that man again. Mm. Now, was that a slip and a brush? It's definitely a slip. It was de- Well, obviously it's a slip. It could be a slip and a slot, but I thought, oh, I thought immediately I thought I'd slip and a slot. And it, didn't strike, it, it didn't jump out as a brush to me. OK, well, we'll go with a the slot then. It was a mm. great bit of movement and a lovely pass from a decorated footballer such as Jovino. Correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Correct. Two, two lovely red cards at the end. Yeah, it was, yeah. yeah. Well, what a, we've got to mention Bonucci's goal. I mean, I know Pete mentioned it there. Great goal. That ball was hit like a messiah in a lay-by. Yeah. <laughs> he was lucky to be on the pitch, Benucci, because he complained for the longest I've ever seen a player consecutively <laughs> complain about a decision. I think it might have been for the Roma penalty, which was a nailed-on penalty. Mm. Was and it? Benucci, th- or was it? No, not, all three were controversial. No, I'll tell you something. I'll tell you something. The reason that one was controversial is because people were saying there was a foul in the build-up okay. and it shouldn't have been given. In fact, it wasn't Bonucci complaining about the penalty. He was complaining about a decision down in the corner with the mm. linesman and another Roma player. And the referee, for his descent, booked him fairly early on. Yeah. And he carried on for about 40 seconds after that. <laughs> yeah. He was lucky to be on the pitch. I think if that was in the Premier League, he would yeah. have been sent off. Did you well, see Keita, like, properly burst into tears? He was <laughs> gutted, wasn't he? He was... I, I don't know what oh. had happened. Like, he, he just couldn't believe it. No, no. Could have seen Younger and B were playing some decent football. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it, yeah. For a decent Good level. Yeah, 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 if you yeah, love yeah, someone, let, set them free, yeah? yeah. A caged <laughs> bird rarely sings a sweet <laughs> Pete. He's my new coach. He's my new coach. So, Licksteiner's foul as well. Just an off-the-ball rugby tackle at a corner. What was he thinking? It was yeah, it was crazy. It was a crazy game. It was a crazy game. It was brilliant though, uh, but it was a shame that Roma didn't get something because 
Um, Juve obviously having so many titles. Mm. You just think oh, it would be nice to see Roma win the league. Oh, it's early. It's early. It is early. Did, did, did you see the scrap at the end where Buffon just legged it from his goal? Man, that's the fastest I've seen him move in ten years. <laughs> yeah. He absolutely yeah. legged it. I would really like to do that thing where you can test out by looking at the markers on the pitch how, how fast, fast someone's yeah. moved. Because yeah. he absolutely. Imagine they did it for that. Yeah, that'd so be great. When Ronaldo like ran the hundred meters in like two yeah. seconds or something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Juventus have taken the. Serie A record for consecutive home wins from the Gran Torino, the famous oh, 940 really? Well, that's a hell of an yeah. I don't know how many it is, 20-something, but they've, they've taken that's the record. Yeah, that's really good. That yeah. seems... Um, it was funny, wasn't it, because Totti was saying about, you know, I think the uh, the penalty areas have been made bigger in Turin. You know, because so they're 19, I didn't realise the penalty areas were 19 yards at Juventus. Yeah, and he was giving it all that. And then the, uh, I forget who in the backroom staff from Juventus started saying, oh, well, what's he going on about? Blah, 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 blah. And then straight away, and Juventus, we had two titles taken off us. And then, oh, shut up, titles. Because you were bribing people. To go on and on and on about that. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, <laughs> didn't Juventus like, doggedly insist that they celebrate the title as like, their 30th title instead of their 28th? Yeah, yeah, because right. they insisted on cancelling. Can- I wasn't there. It wasn't those numbers, but something Didn't like that. Didn't they put it on their shirt or something? Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that, yeah. Not yeah. having it. Not having it. <laughs> um, quickly, before we go to South America, we, we're going to uh, briefly stop in Romania. Yeah. I think you know why. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Gigi Bacali is trying to twist a court's arm and let him out of prison earlier. How does he even have the the opportunity to do this? He's well, in jail. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He wants to be let out six months earlier. His rationale behind this, Jim, according to himself, no one would mind. I'm no danger. <laughs> if you let me out of jail, I'll make love, not crime. But not to a Jew, a Hungarian, yeah. or, a, or a gay man. I think that's very Definitely clear. not a man. Um, <laughs> they should say that. If you make love to a man, we'll let you out six months yeah, earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, now you're talking. No, yeah. a gay Jewish yeah. Hungarian. Yes, nobody I value... He hates all of those things yeah. equally. <laughs> nobody I value or acknowledge as a fellow human being yeah. would mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people who are the, bore the brunt of my fraudulent behaviour, they won't mind, I promise you. I'll be, you know, I'll be as good as gold. I'll be as good as gold. You'll never hear of me again, but I'll be as good as gold. <laughs> uh, but right then, uh, more argy-bargy. We're going to go to South America, literally Argentina, where uh, River and Boca drew one, all, and there was lots of water on the pitch. It reminded me of the scenes, of course, reminiscent to the famous night at the Monumental where San Martin Palermo and Argentina narrowly over came Peru in that uh, World Cup 2010 qualification match. Yes, it's always worth bringing that it up. It reminded me of uh, Portsmouth playing Leicester in 2002, Not 2003. It, it reminded me of a bath I took. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what does it take for a match to be like called off? Well, that was ridiculous. Yeah, that was ridiculous. I, Madness. I mean, oh, if it's like oh, that in the top tier, what's it like yeah, exactly. in, in the third division? Exactly. It's hilarious, isn't it, though? Like <laughs> In the Premier League, it does take something apocalyptic for it to, to be rained off or something. That, like that. was also a fairly shall I say, poor refereeing the performance <laughs> as well. And didn't the Boca players let him know that? Um, uh, what's the name? Gargo conceded the penalty, mm. um, well, uh, which, which pretty much, I think I'm right to say, hit every part of his body apart from his hand or yeah, arm. that's right. Yeah. It hit his foot and then bounced up, hit him in the head. Yeah. And nowhere near his hand. Uh, it did look a bit weird, though, the way he kind of it cannoned it did, off yeah, his head and foot. Looked, but by that very, by the very nature of that, the referee can't be sure. Absolutely. It was an ugly penalty, struck ugly, I, which I, I'm glad well, he yeah. missed it. Madig- yeah. Madig- um, Magajan, sorry, um, uh, put Boca one. That's right, Magajan. Yeah, yeah. And, 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 so they call him Magajan there. Well, Magajan. Yeah, it depends yeah. on which Spanish you speak. In Argentinian Spanish, the double A will be a je sound. Um, but Fernando Gómez yeah, is incredibly sent off, and the Boca players just went crazy at the yeah. ref. <laughs> I mean, they were around him for ages, yeah. um, and then Mora skied the penalty. Yeah, just I, I it suppose was an appalling penalty. But he'd have to hit it. 
uh, off the floor. Yeah, you'd have the, to the, 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 the ball wouldn't make it. Yeah, would it? It, 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 just, it was that um, uh, waterlogged the pitch. I don't think he had to hit it over the bar. Though. I don't think he needed to. <laughs> no. um, they might genuinely have been better off doing one of those really poncy penalties that Arsenal the pass up one that time. Yeah, we just yeah. pass it around. Yeah, yeah. I think you pass it around. I know what I mean. Was it Croy who did that first? Wasn't it? That yeah, that's, that's for Ajax. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's why. That. <laughs> that's why I didn't use the Croy example because he actually managed to yeah. do it. Um, uh, later on, Boca keeper uh, Orion fumbled the ball and. Pezeja, um, p- uh, pounce to make it. that again? Pezeja. Pezeja. I, well, I, I don't know either. Again, I well, I, I went normal Spanish, but it was... Pezeja. Yeah. <laughs> you can forgive the goalkeeper for that, though, in those conditions. Yeah, we're still poor. Yeah, he's is not it, getting any grip on his gloves, is he? He's gone. Oh, push it away, then. Basically, he couldn't push it away. There was polo. no grip on his gloves. It was ridiculous. He did it all he could for my money. Pete, was, as a, as a volunteer, volunteer um, goalkeeper, was so, driven... As a volunteer fireman, yes. <laughs> it was like a, a, a hose. Did fair enough. I like I liked the fact that Maury, not content with missing a penalty in a massive derby, <laughs> then almost got himself set off on purpose. A scissory lunge. How he took a touch that heavy when the ball sticks to the ground <laughs> Yeah, to that, to that extent. It almost looked like he was... up, leaping in. Yeah, but it was Job like he done. wanted to see how far he could slide in those conditions because yeah. you don't often get the chance. <laughs> Not very far because there was a player in the way. <laughs> <laughs> when Gago got sent off, though, it was just apoplectic. Oh, yeah. It was just brilliant seeing someone yeah. lose it like when that. The, when the Boca manager, um, Rodolfo, when he was just on the touchdown, in, in the <laughs> soggiest training court I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> don't even bother. Just, just take your top off. Yeah. It's going to be warm. No, yeah. I've seen Sugar. Steve McCarr with that umbrella. I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he looked forlorn. Even though when he was celebrating, he was just like, you still look silly. You just mm. look silly. Yeah, explosive stuff from Italy and Argentina. That's and right. it was good that it was on, on YouTube as well, which is it's just yeah. a really easy way to access it. They're not going to make much money from like Sky and bit like that, so they just stuck it on YouTube and, it, and, and streamed it. It was brilliant. It really, it's a good really idea, good. isn't yeah. it? Yeah. More of go. that. More of that, please. Thanks very much. Um, quickly to Brazil. Um, Romario's moved up in the world. Don't forget about my Romario. Mm. If you remember, he was elected as a congressman, um, a bit like an MP, uh, for the Socialist Party in 2010, and he's just been elected to Senate, winning 63% of all the votes for the Rio de Janeiro seat. The bloke who finished second, 20% of the votes. That's a landslide. He's nowhere. <laughs> he's nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know like when you got 63% of the ball behind you. And because you. of that, he gets a few more goals put on his tally <laughs> as well. So, uh, yes, uh, uh, we can only look forward to what Romario um, in his Senate seat you know, be, when uh, he inevitably becomes presidency? Premier of Brazil, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just in time for the 2016 Olympics. There now you're are. talking. Oh. That'd be yeah, that would be amazing. Ladies and gentlemen. Um, international football next week on our live ramble. Yes, Ooh. we're doing the live ramble next Sunday, aren't we? Here we are. Yeah, so, we are. shit. Um, <laughs> it will be released at some point. It just depends when Pete can speak to the people and get the audio file, I suppose. Shit. Double shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But now it's time for Pete's mystery voiceover challenge. Wow, it keeps on changing every. I don't know what yeah. a voiceover. Why do you say voiceover? Is it just voice? Yeah, I suppose it's so. Not, I've got, it's not a footballer, mystery football doing an advert, is it? No. Oh, yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Um, did people get it this week? A lot of people got it this week. What oh, an amazing yeah. surprise. <laughs> it wasn't a amazing surprise because the Japanese guy didn't. Nobody guessed that. Go like, on, who was it? Because I didn't that. know it was. Go on, well, do I'll, your I'll, stuff. I'll, do your stuff. All right, I'll play the voice. I'll play the voice. I'm a good player. I'm, I'm not afraid to tell it. I'm a good player. I can prove that. I'm going to prove that. Any guesses in the room, gentlemen? I, really I think it might well be. And bearing in mind that Luke has access to the email uh, <laughs> account. I am all shocked and stunned <laughs> that you would accuse me of such a thing. But so I think... What, what am I doing? Yeah. And violin. I'm holding the borsuit correctly. There's I, the violin. I think it might be Ali Dyer. It is Ali Dyer. Yeah! Oh, 
Oh, I did check the email earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah of course did. <laughs> um, well, congratulations to um, Vince Henry, Ninian McQueen, Tom Patrick, Vadim Fermanov, uh, Vadim Fermanov, incredible. Yeah. Uh, ben Knight, Don, Donald Lynch, uh, Jim Greenstead, Ben Holman, Tom Schaller, Daniel Wade, Chris Benson, Peter Doughton, Fergus Freel, Mark Chilton, Sean Tucker, Turin Hall, uh, Alastair Drury, James Tortoise, Barry Chandler and Richard Leyland. It's only because it comes from a uh, an interview with the man uh, some some years after the uh, after the account and after the event. Um, probably one of the few interviews with the man himself. So there we go. It's good. I didn't know that. I had no idea. It's very funny to have him on the show, though. A lot of people going for George Weir told me the answer, etc., etc. <laughs> oh, yeah, nice. No. And, if, and if you... <laughs> Ali Dyer, he's a liar, he's a liar. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Who have we got this week? then we've got this i think overall i thought we did, did enough i think that uh i thought we dominated the first half and we're, we're very good uh and got an early goal and, and i thought we controlled the game the first half oh mm. potentially oh. tougher yeah <laughs> potentially <laughs> isn't it always yeah i think overall i thought we did, did enough i think that uh i thought we dominated the first half and we're, we're very good uh, and got an early goal, and, and I thought we controlled the game the first half. Isn't it always? There's well, no, listen, there's no hard or easy ones. There's the no. ones you know and the ones you don't. And we'll how, do the answer in two weeks' time. So how we can you tackle... We won't, do the, we won't do the answers on the live show, but we'll oh, yeah. do them in two weeks' how time. How can so you got tackle a special, the, uh... sh- Shut up. We've got a special, <laughs> <laughs> we've got a special um, uh, short quiz um, for the live show. How, right? how can you tackle... Shut how up! How can you <laughs> rugby tackle the mystery voice challenge, MVC? What are you talking about? Yeah, how can you, you get involved? Say again. Tell them the email address and all that. Oh, right, OK. Sure. How you... at, uh, sorry, uh, voice <laughs> at thefootballramble.com. I think you were just speaking in tongues. <laughs> yeah, I did as well. <laughs> just um, words you'd found. Name of the player in the, in the subject title. Name of the player in the subject title. Right. Yeah. Well, if you're not, I'll just do it yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's your bit. It's your time to shine. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm not afraid to have a good player. <laughs> <laughs> I can prove that. Um, it's, it's your highlights of the of the week. With I like him. I like him. Uh, highlights of the week, yeah, with, with me, but really with you guys who are listening mm. because with you us. contribute to this. With Let us. you in. Come into our womb. Mm. Oh, um, do our job well, for us. not womb. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my womb. <laughs> Won't you go inside? Have you quite finished? <laughs> yes. Was that your mystery voice? <laughs> Frank Sinatra? I'm, I'm fairly certain there's a gas leak in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Highlights of the week. So, yeah, people just email, tweet, Facebook in, saying what they've enjoyed about the week in football or mm. not, um, and we read out the best ones. Mm. Yusuf Muller comes straight in and says, I saw a contested drop ball in the Liverpool-West Brom game. You don't see enough of those these mm. days. Very true. We should mention, I should probably mention, because loads of Liverpool fans are going to pull me up on it, that Lallana did play very well for Liverpool. Oh, that was going to be my highlight of the week. Oh, was it? Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. I was ready. Um, yeah, so, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, he did what he's supposed to do. Yeah. Good man. No, I'm, I'm, seriously, no seriously, I You're think, You're digging yeah, another contrite. hole for yourself. No, he's not. He's, he's fine. Me. He played well. He's showing signs of growing into the shirt, and good for him. Oh, that's genuinely. a little more you're talking about. I was, on, I was on the radio over the weekend, and I could not, and I upset a couple of Liverpool fans because somebody wrote, texted in saying well, off the Liverpool match um, why NWA and I don't really frequent Liverpool forums that often so I've never seen the acronym kind of it's not you never walk alone you never yeah, walk yeah. alone and uh, I mean, yeah I got, got a lot of grief for it's, that it's notoriously difficult to upset Liverpool fans yeah <laughs> but there we are. Andrew's been in touch <laughs> uh, may or may not be a Liverpool fan yeah said uh, for me the highlight this week was Danny Mills explaining handball as for me if the arms attached to the body it's a <laughs> It's a natural position. Love that. Love that. <laughs> Danny Mills, employing people who can't speak on, on the radio. Why not? Uh, Ian Wright. I think it's the Ian Wright. Uh, he says, my heart of the week is Brian McDermott. Oh, actually, it could be the Ian could Wright, the given Ian the subject. Wright. My heart of the week is Brian McDermott getting a new job in Arsenal scouting department. Poor lad deserves a bit of luck. Right. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Mm. Do you think he'll be an asset, Jim? I think so. He played for Arsenal, didn't he? For some go. time. So he knows the club. And yeah. 
Matt Elm says, uh, trying to stay awake for the Man United Everton game, I fell asleep dreaming that United had won at home. And then I woke up to find it was not a dream, it actually happened. Hashtag theatre of dreams. Love <laughs> 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 um, like that. James Burke says, uh, Portsmouth have paid off all their debt. Well done, Pompey. I agree, James. Mm. That is That's that incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, did you get let off one of those Wonga loans? <laughs> oh, yeah, we're paying, <laughs> it. We're paying it down. <laughs> You've got Could all be. your debts into one big <laughs> loan. Is that what it is? You just file a lot of receipts at the see. Yes, invoices. We lost the invoice. Put a lot of receipts in the shoebox which we did throw off a ferry. Um, Joe Stanford, I wonder why Alex McLeish was doing an interview with a toupee on Match of the Day, only to realise it was Ronald Koeman. Uh, This is quite a confused one, but bear with me on this one. David Caldershaw says, I liked hearing John Hartson describe Mourinho and Wenger on Five Live as behaving like absolute teenage 12-year-old girls. <laughs> which, is, which is confusing. Also, in that same that interview, so good. in that same interview, he said, I've, I've got two words of Wenger and Mourinho, grow up. <laughs> He's absolutely nailing that. Big talk with John Hartson. Mm. Pete Selby with another, with another hashtag press room spy. Oh, oh now no we're ways. talking. Can't get enough of these. But Sat yeah. by himself, Chris Kamara didn't eat any of the rice with his chili con carne at the King Power Stadium. Oh, really? Weird. Hopefully Why would he order it? Hopefully one of the, Well, it's probably free, isn't it? Free food. Um, <laughs> you, don't have to, you, don't park, you don't have to get a plate, though. They don't put it, oh, put it in front of you, maybe. Serve it up, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, hopefully one of those next week. They're not uh, all buffets. Very odd finish. thing to eat around. What was that mental picture that you sent around on the email? Oh, he tweeted um, it, thread of, uh, of that of Kamara outside Leeds Station. Station. yeah. Yeah, apparently, I think what happened was, I was, I'm reading between the lines here, I don't follow him on Twitter, but someone sent it to me. Chris Kamara was getting the train from, I, suppose, I think we were obviously doing the Leicester games, he was getting right. the train back up to where he lives in Leeds, I think. Right. And he, the train was going to Bradford, or the other way round. He missed his stop, and then he was saying, "Oh!" And then what he was doing was doing what he did famously in that soccer Saturday. I must have did, did we go What's past it? Leeds? I right. must have missed that one, Jeff. Okay, right, yeah. And then it turned out that his wife was actually waiting for him from the station. She was properly pissed off, and so he, he uh, was like, "Oh yeah, I've got to go." My wife's annoyed me. Letting everyone down. Letting everyone down in his life. Indeed. I will finish off the highlights of the week by saying, uh, reading this email from John Hargreaves. Now, I didn't know this. Now, if you three did, forgive me, but I think this is a really good uh, bit of trivia. Mm. He said, after watching Felipe Melo uh, play a couple of times this week, I decided to check his wiki bio for the other things to dislike him about him. But I ended up finding out that two of his sons are called Gary and Lineker. That's not that unusual in Brazil, is it? Yeah, apparently, isn't Lineker... It's quite a well-known Lineker, name. he's quite heralded in certain parts of the world? I imagine he probably is, but he said this raises the question of whether he's the only person in football to name multiple children after the same footballer. Yeah. Mm. So Gary and Lineker, it's quite weird, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, sorry, Gary could be Gary Mabbott. Because did he start with... Could, <laughs> he, could be Gary Barlow. With, could he have started Hedges Betts a little bit, Betts a little bit, and named the first one Gary... Then it could have gone either, you know, if there was yeah. a Mott, could have gone Neville. Correct. Yeah. Will yeah. Mott. Yeah. <laughs> Will Mott. <laughs> That's from John Hargis, anyway. So if anyone else has got any more information on that particular subject, then do get in touch. Mm. Nice one. Mm. Any, any highlights anybody we've done now? I mean, we would like to remind everyone that Wikipedia is easily editable by people. I don't think... No, but... Uh, let, uh, of all the though. podcasts in the world, I don't think we need to remind our listeners of that <laughs> if you've seen the state of that. <laughs> oh, a lot of people had some... Uh, no, you know what? I've, I've completely forgotten cool. to do the Big Shop update. A lot of people got involved oh, yes. on Facebook about okay. the Big Shop. Their top tips. Okay. okay. Um, I haven't read them out because I forgot to, but I will do it next week. 
for the live, the, li- the live show. Oh, yes, the live show. show. Yeah, we're doing the live show just about the big shop. We're going to take everybody on a big shop. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> Maybe the following week. We'll, we will resurrect the big shop chat at some point. All your comments and tips will not be in vain, I promise you that. Let's hit a um, Leicester Square nightclub afterwards. Thank goodness you're brilliant. You said, okay. yeah, a place. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was going to be something. Anyway. Horrific. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are we going to what? Let's hit a woman. I'm gonna, what do you want me to say? Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. Let's, hit Let's hit what? Or right. another man. All right, Dapper laughs. Yeah. <laughs> On the dapper laughs of it's Diggory again. Diggory laughs. There he goes. Quick, we've got you see we've run over time. I'd like there. a Diggory update. We haven't had Diggory back for a while. Welcome. Well, there you go. He's, I don't he's know popped why out there. Everyone's attention. <laughs> I think what you should do with the live shows, you should have, get one of those Oriental masks and put it on the back of your head yeah. and do half the show as Pete and then turn around and do half the show as Diggory. Mm. Yeah. Or, or I've got a. We, we we both look exactly the same, and you've got to find out who is Diggory and who is Peter. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, yeah. As the man who's effectively got to host it, I don't think we should do that. Okay. It's right, fine, but you're going to shit on the floor. Yeah, and yeah. you've got to deal with that, man. Reverse psychology there, ladies and gentlemen. £13.50 yeah. is. If you... <laughs> for a ticket. <laughs> If you want to get in touch, the uh, email address is show at thefootballramble.com. The Twitter is at thefootballramble. That is expensive. And, <laughs> and the website is thefootballramble.com. <laughs> the football, oh, the Totty stuff's on the website, I believe. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly, the magnificent Kelly's, Kelly's yeah. uh, done that. And it's, it's loads more. If you want to get, if you want to guess the old uh, mystery guess, it's voice at thefootballramble.com, isn't it? Yes, voice yeah. at thefootballramble.com. Yeah. yeah. Marvellous. Good. No absolute radio football. No football in the Barclays Premier League, unfortunately. But uh, Stoney no. will be here uh, in lieu of righty. That's right. Mm. That's Ian Wright. Uh, say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye, Jim. Say goodbye, Luke. Oh, goodbye. So, uh, wow. Say goodbye, Pete. For farewell. <laughs> oh. Keep your ball bag sandless.